Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A strip club in Las Vegas will begin offering coronavirus vaccinations later this week. They'll have Moderna and AstraZeneca, but just know their real names are Cynthia and Beth. <laughs> Um, I suppose we got to hit you once again. One of the big headlines of the day is if you got like the Moderna or Pfizer shot, you might have to get another one of those, another dose this calendar year, depending on when you got your shot. It's not exactly clear how long the antibodies last. It might be months. It might be years. And it might depend on you and your body chemistry. So that science is in the early stages. But yeah, at least be mentally prepared for booster shots. We have got to do that story about the Nazi flag in the schoolroom uh, for everybody because it's just too good. Uh, we'll, we'll do that later if you haven't. It's another one of those stupid freaking stories that just make these kind of stories bothered me when I was a kid. I know it. I know it. My head almost exploded. <laughs> so throw on some sort of helmet or something and stay tuned. Nobody has the ability to be stupider than school administrators. I swear Agreed. to God. And I, and I knew that when I was in junior high. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, setting new records for stupid. So China is um, coming up with their own cryptocurrency because they're worried about Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrencies, you know, becoming popular all over the world and the the Western world having too much influence. So they're yes. going to come and up with their own. 
if every transaction is through their official Chinese currency, they can track every financial transaction in their country. But this is the China story I want to do, and this was sent along by uh, Craig, the uh, the healthcare guru. So he, like me, has read the Hundred Year Marathon, which is absolutely an amazing book. Um. From a guy who was involved in the opening of China back in the day, he was part of the Nixon administration that thought, if we open China, get them to modernize, become a capitalist system, they'll be on our side, the world will be great. Sure, it, they'll come around politically. He now realizes, the guy that worked with Nixon on that realizes, we didn't open China, they, they played us from day one. They let us in with the full idea of, let's have them give us money and all kinds of financial incentives, and we'll just keep building our strength, building our military until we can take over the world. And they right. have known that. They've been planning this since 1970. Let's tell them, if they bend international trade rules to be skewed toward us, that we will become their friend. All or, pre-planned. Or Brilliantly c- played, too. Or certainly let them assume that, and we're not going to, you know let them know any different but anyway this is from the hundred year marathon this is about the internet this is pretty some pretty interesting stuff uh the chapter china will harmonize dissent on the internet the word harmonize has an interesting meaning which you'll learn in a second one of china's weapons in its war on free speech is censorship of the internet there are more than one million chinese employed in the online censorship business that's unbelievable a million people working on it Scan Twitter all day long and take stuff down? Most of the world's Internet users are Chinese. But because Chinese government officials monitor and block access to the websites of human rights organizations, foreign newspapers, and numerous other political and cultural groups, Chinese citizens don't have access to the same Internet that we do. They see a different Internet. To be harmonized is a euphemism for being censored. So they're harmonizing dissent on the Internet there is what they're doing in China. Mm -hmm. China makes enormous efforts to erase the memory, for instance, of the Tiananmen Square Massacre. In June of 2012, on the 23rd anniversary of the military crackdown, Chinese censors blocked any reference to it on the Internet in China. When three activists applied for a permit to hold the Memorial March, they were incarcerated. When Internet users tried to get around censors by inserting a big yellow duck... In the iconic photograph of a student standing in front of the column of tanks, you probably remember that picture, it's amazing. They turned it into a big duck, thinking that the algorithms wouldn't pick that up. Uh, The Chinese government banned the phrase, big yellow ducks. The Chinese censorship army is so widespread that June 4th, that's the anniversary of the Tiananmen Square protests, is sarcastically known as Internet Maintenance Day among people in China. All I know is when I form my Chinese dissident band, we're going to be called Big Yellow Ducks. That's decided. In addition to suppressing information, the Chinese government employs legions of pro-government bloggers to tout official points of view, discredit opposition activists, and disseminate false information. Their misinformation makes it challenging for Internet users to distinguish between factual news and government propaganda, a problem we're having in this country. Mm-hmm. In a free country, we're having trouble with this. Imagine how much trouble you would have if the government's all-day, everyday job was to make the information hard to come by. And it's not at all clear who's working for the government nope. among those you're reading. All sorts of repressive regimes have abused their control of information for thousands of years, of course. A key difference between domestic censorship in the past and China's potential for global censorship by the year 2050, though is China's growing ability to censor not only what its citizens see, but also what many other nations' citizens see. 
Wait a minute. China's predatory Internet practices used to be limited to China, but these tactics are increasingly being deployed internationally. China's innovative Internet control practices have already been adopted in at least 11 other countries. Of course, China may never be able to stop the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal from reporting real news on China. Uh, but the number of nations who work with the Chinese to prevent their people from being able to view such websites is likely to increase, as does China's influence and power. So China will have enough power over a country so that they don't allow their citizens to see the New York Times. Which, by the way, the New York Times carries the water for the Chinese way too often anyway. But uh, For example, two enormous Chinese companies, Huawei and ZTE, are the leading suppliers of Internet and telecommunications hardware to a number of countries in Central and southeastern Asia, Eastern Europe, and Africa. Those states and customers, including Kazakhstan, Vietnam, Belarus, Ethiopia, and Zambia, may well see China's tight political and technological control as a model for how the Internet can be controlled and may purchase the technology from China. I'm sure they do. I mean, if I was dictating, boy, I'd look to China for the how-to. They're good at it. Really something I hope we're doing a good job of keeping our eye on and understanding. Well, you know, remember how close Great Britain came to to signing on with Huawei for their 5G technology? Mm-hmm. And then China would have had that sort of control over what information they get, you know, in theory. At least potentially, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, I just, I, I fear that, and I'm going to get into Apple's enormous compromises to, to be a juggernaut in China. Um, I fear that the the huge number of dollars that are at stake... And the importance of the companies to the economy, the American economy, and their incredible influence on Washington, D.C., is going to pervert our foreign policy re-China to the point that it, it does, you know, it does enormous harm long term. I don't understand how that equation gets undone, honestly. I mean, they have slaves. They have concentration camps. They're an oppressive totalitarian regime. They're belligerent militarily. They're just, the, the sins are, are countless and they're disgusting. But we're still doing a hell of a lot of business with them. Iowa governor, yet another governor, banning mask mandates. That's interesting that you've got governors around the country that are banning mask mandates while the state of California is still mandating masks for another full month. Yeah, for, for reasons we, we figured out, we think, yesterday, to back up a couple of measures that the trial lawyers that co-own California with the public employee unions, the trial lawyers got all these regulations passed, and it will help them launch a thousand, thousand lawsuits if the mask mandate stays in place. So, anyway, it's complicated. But, oh, you know, the, the discussion about China and doing business with China reminded me of the chat we had yesterday about that, that pipeline. Joe Biden says yes to Euro pipelines that will serve Vladimir Putin, but no to pipelines that were 99.8% completed in the United States and would help the environment, just if you're keeping score. But anyway, uh, Kevin wrote us a note about that, which I thought was interesting and, and kind of connected some of the dots that we're 
uh, talking about yesterday. I wanted to comment about the whole Biden Nordstrom, Nord Stream uh, pipeline triangle thing. The word I've gotten from my international family and friends in Europe is that Europe in general isn't really interested in the opinion of America right now. This is down to something you guys have mentioned many times. Our foreign policy changing radically every few years. Why give a damn what America wants? Give it a couple of years, it'll change. Additionally, they have very little respect for Biden or Harris. Uh, Germany almost certainly pitched a fit about the pipeline sanctions. They were willing to spend some of their political capital to get Biden to cave. If he st- if they step on some toes, who cares? A new team will be in place soon anyway. So you're going to tell us about uh, Apple's uh, involvement with China, and I've got, speaking of iPhones, these apps drain your phone's battery the most to be worth running through like the top five or something. Also, we talked about sturdy Russian women. Kevin uh, comments, I can confirm that Russian women are good and sturdy. My wife weighs about 140 pounds and deadlifts 200 pounds when she goes to the gym. How much can your wife deadlift? Email us. Mailbag at Armstrong. No, don't. Don't bother. (laughs) We don't care. (laughs) But our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't say the word. The last one still stinging. Uh, I got a plea for you. I got a plea for you. Um, if you know, because I know this, this happens to be a local high school. If you know anything about the teacher that's been on put on leave for showing a Nazi flag. Or if you have a student that was in the class that knows what the use for it was, please text 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. We're trying to get to the bottom of the story. If you don't know what we're talking about, we'll uh, explain that in a few minutes. It's a, it's, it's, it's it's a, a story oh. of towering stupidity. It just, is. just shocking. And it happens all over the country, and I just don't understand why. But anyway, more on that later. Yeah, if your thing's more email, you can uh, email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, and we'll get it. Uh, I wanted to play this for you just because it's kind of uh, fun and interesting. This is from 1984, not the Orwell novel, not the dystopian nightmare vision that was so accurate, but the year 1984, uh, an email demonstration essentially on the BBC. Let's see, let's put a call into London. One. Now that's got me through to London. Now we'll dial the computer. Wait for a moment till we get some computer tone. Yes, there it is. Well, we've got a very email. connection here with the modem. Just stuff that really firmly in there, like so. Tell our little computer here that we're on term, so it's now talking directly to the computer in London. And wait for something to happen. Yes, there goes the cursor now, flashing across the screen. Now, what it wants from me now is my account number. Now it wants my personal ID. And off we go with the messages. There's the first one. Wow, there you go. Dial it up, Email, like texting, when I first heard about it, I thought, why would anybody do this? Well, and it was so damn cumbersome, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why don't I just call them? So, How did we end up on the topic of somebody's wife deadlifting? Sturdy Russian women. We got this text. My wife deadlifts about 220 pounds every time she crawls out of bed. Now, is he talking about <gasps> her? Money. Is he talking about her weight, or is she saying she gets out un- un- from underneath him? I-, I think it's the former. Okay. My wife can pull an an ox plow all day. I don't know. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. Sturdy gal. Yeah. Good birth and hips, too, I'll bet. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know what. Got a number of those kind of things. I don't know. It's like old timey's fifty my wife jokes. Fifties my wife jokes. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, speaking of jokes through time, a really interesting compare and contrast of Ronald Reagan and Joe Biden making essentially the same joke decades apart. Awesome. Who joked it better through history? Stay with us. So the New York Times, which veers between woke idiocy and pretty darn good journalism, has this long piece about, um, well, the, the title of it is Censorship, Surveillance, and Profits, a Hard Bargain for Apple in China. And they're talking about this <clears throat> computing center that's opening in China. Uh, Apple's preparing to store the personal data of its Chinese customers on computer servers run by a state-owned Chinese firm. Tim Cook, Apple's chief executive, has said the data is safe. But as it turns out, they've ceded control largely to the Chinese government. Chinese state employees physically manage the computers. Apple abandoned the encryption technology that it used elsewhere after China said we won't allow it. And the digital keys that unlock information on the computers... Wow, this, um, they're this... stored in those data centers that the Chinese run. And Tim Cook said that? Yeah. Now, he's not a stupid guy, so he just lied to us then. Yes. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah. Well, or things reason, change. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if other people are like this, but like if I like and believe in a product, it takes a lot of examples of it being bad for me to change my point of view. And same the other direction. If I if I, if I dislike or or don't have good you know views of a restaurant, a product, a, you know whatever, a service, it takes a lot of information going the other direction to pull me. And I've been such an Apple fan, such an Apple fanboy since I got my first iPhone in two thousand six or seven. Um, this one though, come on, yeah, that's just that's just. So did he take you took the Chinese word for it? The, everything in China goes through the government, all right? Every freaking thing goes through the Communist Party. Did you just take their word for it or do you just pretend you believed them so you could tell us? No, it's it's secure. The Chinese told me so. Right. Well, then the Chinese said, "Now nah, we're going to have to have those keys." And he said, "Yes. This might help you understand." Two decades ago, as Apple's Apple's operations chief, Mr. Cook spearheaded the company's entrance into China, a move that helped make Apple the most valuable company in the world and made him heir apparent to Steve Jobs. Apple now assembles nearly all of its products and earns a fifth of its revenue in the China region. But just as Mr. Cook figured out how to make China work for Apple, China is making Apple work for the Chinese government. Which is communist and hell-bent on taking over the world. Right, and subjugating anybody who dares resist. Uh, Mr. Cook often talks about Apple's commitment to civil liberties and privacy, but to stay on the right side of Chinese regulators, his company has put the data of its Chinese customers at risk. I'd say, well, they deliver it to the Chinese communists anytime they want, and has aided government censorship in the Chinese version of its app store. After Chinese employees complained, it even dropped the designed by Apple in California slogan from the backs of iPhones. Wow. You know, Tim Cook decided we're going to do business in China. We're going to exploit the enormous Chinese market. And you don't, I mean, if he went into that, you know, dewy-eyed and thinking, no, I'll just explain to Xi Jinping that privacy is important, Apple, and we can't help them. (laughs) I mean, that would be cute. And I don't think he's nearly that uh, innocent. So what do you do as an American company? I don't know. 
say goodbye to your manufacturing base. I mean, like your entire manufacturing infrastructure and 20% of your your uh, your revenue. And you're going to try to compete against other $1,000 phones with a $2,000 phone because you're making it somewhere else? Yeah. It's a conundrum. I mean, it's easy to be uh, Mr. Belligerent Pro-American talk show host and castigate Apple, but we're in bed with China now. And uh, whenever you get in bed with somebody, things get more complicated. And they are. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We would talk about this story if it were anywhere in the United States, because it's the sort of thing we're into. The stupidity, particularly of academics and this whole weird, woke, anti-rational, anti-intellectual view of education that we've got going on right now that a lot of super liberals like Sam Harris and Bill Maher and stuff like that decry as much as people on the right. 
A bizarre um, fundamentalist religion in which if you utter the wrong phrase, you're you're branded a heretic, no matter your intent or your motive or your context. But it just so happens this particular story is like right in our backyard. This is the high school that Sean went to. Um, and uh, so if you know any of the particulars, if you know the, the students, if you know the teacher, if you know any of the particulars, feel free to... Uh, I almost said call. Whew, that was close. Yeah, do not <laughs> do that. Do not. <laughs> Text us at 415-295-KFTC. I'll just give you the gist so you understand where we're going with this and then fill in the details, which are unbelievable. Um, teacher who's got a Nazi flag in his classroom. For instructional purposes, it seems obvious. One of several German flags. I'm sure he's discussing how the Third Reich came to be. It's a, a perfectly important But that teacher's been suspended, Joe. Don't even say another word. All I heard was Nazi flag in the schoolroom, and that teacher's been suspended because we can't have a Nazi flag in the schoolroom. Boogity, boogity, boogity. White supremacist, boogity. So I came across an even better version of this story, and there's some juicy stuff in here. We'll spin your head around, dude. God, I am... You should be scared. Of where we're going. Oh, I would agree completely. How, how irrational and anti-fact we're, we're getting. It's just... Anyway, I'll read you the story. An investigation is underway at Rio Americano High School after a teacher displayed a Nazi flag during class, school officials said. No, 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 nobody's ever seen one. Well, They're magical. What does a normal person think when they hear a Nazi flag was in the classroom? My immediate thought is, oh, they were teaching something about uh, World War II or something, or Hitler. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't have any worry whatsoever that something bad had happened. But apparently, a lot of you, your first reaction is, clearly something bad has happened. This should never happen, and somebody needs to lose their job. I'll get back to it because I don't want to miss out on the good stuff here. And Does every time somebody displays a picture of Al Capone during Prohibition, do you all assume that that teacher is a mobster, is a Chicago mobster? How effing stupid would you have to be to make that assumption? In a statement, the school district referred to it as a hate bias incident on campus. Except that it wasn't. In a message to parents on Tuesday, Principal Brian Ginter, and, and, and Principal Brian Ginter, you know, get a hold of us if we're missing something on this said it was one of several flags from German history on display for a school lesson last week. The statement from the district reference that was part of a World War II history lesson. Okay. Hmm, how could that be? Okay. The Nazi flag is a long-standing symbol of hate and does not represent the culture and values of our school and district. The principal said, the symbolism of these flags is deplorable and we denounce it. Hate has no place in our school. Gintner what sent in a letter hell? to parents. Gintner said the school, this is laughable, dude. Unless, again, Mr. Gintner, unless I'm missing something, this is laughable. Like, what are you talking about? Gintner said the school is looking into why the teacher thought the flags were appropriate to use and making sure the teacher and others understood this wasn't an acceptable way to teach any curriculum. This is so strange what and about frightening. Curriculum about Nazis. <laughs> I mean, if you're showing <laughs> Nazi Germany. Hey, 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 Brian, I got a question for you, seriously. Now, maybe you're just reacting to the lunatics in your midst, but if uh, a teacher, perhaps this teacher, displayed the uh, flag of, the, uh, of Imperial Japan, would you have to put out a statement saying you're against genocide of the Chinese people? But like, for instance, but like, you're sure. anti the occupation of the Korean Peninsula. <laughs> but for any curriculum, like Sean said, how about if the curriculum is... Studying who caused the biggest event in world history. So no. if we're studying who caused the biggest event in the history of the world. Just don't show the flag. Boogity, boogity, boogity. It's magical. 
Raj Ray, a spokesman for the district, said the teacher in the incident taught both English and social science. While the investigation is still ongoing, Ray said the teacher has an exposit, exposit, hmm, a reading and writing course for seniors. I don't know why they told us that. There are generally focus areas themes in this course, which include an analysis of historical events and topics. She told ABC 10 in reference to the World War II history lesson. You really? know, it's so strange. The The investigation is ongoing. The, the investigation's <laughs> over. <laughs> How long does it take to... I like they're talking to an expert who's looked into it and says, the the, the, the class includes uh, analysis of historical events and topics. Yeah, that sounds like school, pretty much. Well, that's no excuse for displaying the magic flag. Boogity, boogity, boogity. The flags were on display last week and were also removed that last week, the principal said. Mary Kelly was one of the people who got the letter. Her daughter attends Rio Americano and has friends who have taken a class with the teacher. Kelly disputes the statement by the district that the incident happened last week. She said the flags had been put up before and caused commotion only to be taken down and put back up the next year by the teacher. So you mean every year that he teaches World War II history class, he puts up the Nazi flag? Every year, the same hate. Unbelievable. It's a hate bias incident. I don't think that makes the students in this classroom feel like he cares about them and that he actually cares about them learning anything. As an educator, your classroom should reflect a welcoming and inclusive atmosphere. You're an idiot. You do not have the intellectual heft to comment on this story. Please stop. As a teacher herself, she said that she has never felt the need to display a permanent fixture of a Nazi flag in her classroom. Well, what do you teach? Do you teach third graders math and spelling? Then no, you didn't need a Nazi flag. And how did she get to where this thing was a permanent fixture? When it, it gets... I don't know. I don't know. But that's just hilarious that obviously, <laughs> no matter what you teach, <laughs> that's funny. She might teach art for all I know. Right. I've never needed a Nazi flag. No, I don't suppose you did. What a stupid comment. I teach third grade gym and I've never needed a Nazi flag. No, I don't suppose you did. Um, while the teacher used the flags in the past as an instructional aid, Ray said it is not reflective of where the school district stands today. Nobody thought it was. Nobody. No reasonable human thought that. Our district's understanding of inclusion has grown, and we're committed to breaking down systemic racism in our system. And we're, we're committed to never confronting our students with any notion they don't already hold. Mm, and is as gentle and soft as a baby duckling. We're about to get to that specifically, which you'll Uh-oh. find amazing. Symbols Uh-oh. and images of hate and bias will not be allowed on our campuses and inside our classrooms. How the hell are you going to teach people about them, you stupid idiots? This this is this is a watershed moment in in the American culture. Rabbi Matt Friedman, Kelly's husband and a former trustee for the Center Joint Unified School District, who also said the incident has happened before, said that yeah, like you mean every year when they teach World War II, said that the use of the flag crossed a line even for academics. We're speaking about a classroom. And we're speaking about, again, the students are not there voluntarily. They don't have an option to say, I don't want to go into that classroom today. He emphasized that if the item were brought in for a specific lesson and was gone later, then he didn't have a problem with that, noting that he even admired teachers who try to enliven their lessons. He didn't feel as though this incident matched that case. Do we have? I don't know. Do we have evidence that he, like, hangs the Nazi flag all year long for no reason? 
Well, and even if he does, it's in the context of the other governments of Germany flags. It's obviously a lesson in history. I do want my daughter right. to. Be, I do want my daughter to be challenged in her thought. I do want my daughter to learn and understand different viewpoints and ideas. That's Thank not you, Rabbi. That's not what's happening here, and that's really the crucial element. We have to make a judgment call of what's appropriate and inappropriate, and this is certainly a situation where it's inappropriate. No, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. I'd be delighted to discuss it with you, sir. ABC Ten and every other. Um, example of this that I looked at, has uh, looked into who the teacher is, but the inquiries were not met uh, with any answers. The San Juan Teachers Association said in a statement that each student, staff, and member of our community deserve to feel safe, valued, and included. Further, we do not support speech or expressions that are hateful or derogatory. We have taught ourselves and our children mental illness. We have taught ourselves that that which is harmless, that which is valuable, is threatening and scary, and we should fall to pieces if we are confronted with it. Good God, what has happened to this country? I don't know. It's it's disturbing. It's very disturbing, because what's the next step? There have to be sanctions against uh, heretics who would dare introduce the magical symbols into the classroom. What sort of sanctions are appropriate? If merely firing them isn't enough, what next? Again, Drag them out of the classroom and beat them. If we're missing something, feel free to uh, enlighten us. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. The... F- to me, the fact that the um, uh, the explanation is not in any of these, I went through ten different versions of this story, the fact that the explanation is not there means there is none. What if we get a picture of this teacher? He's got the little toothbrush mustache. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He wears the flag well, uniform. See, that's he probably makes, a bad choice. He makes them salute the flag every single day and I... sing that and sing that Nazi national anthem song that we have. And, Deutschland, Deutschland, yeah. That's what he does. Um, oh, you shouldn't have mentioned that in the story because then we would... Now, it sure sounds to me like unless I get more information, he's just teaching a World War II class. This is scary. I'm going to make one more point, then I'll shut up, even though I could go on all day about this. I, Joe Getty, have spent, I can't count how many hours, days, weeks, months, studying the rise and fall of the Third Reich to the point that it's become kind of a running joke. In high school, I took uh, German, and college actually, and and studied uh, German culture and language and and food and the rest of it. And I became fascinated with the question of how does a a culture as admirable and advanced in many ways as Germany fall under the sway of a lunatic in a regime based on genocide and hate? And if you don't think... That's a question worthy of considering in full. If you're so afraid of the symbols of it that you won't study it in a serious way, you're, you're, you're a fool, but you're worse than a fool. You're the sort of aggressive fool that enforces your, your, your stupidity and your ill-conceived ideas and, and perverts other people's life experience. The idea is that kids can't, while studying World War II, look at a Nazi flag. And then watch watch a film of Hitler at Nuremberg and think, holy cow, that's like a cult. But there are hundreds of thousands of people chanting and waving. How does that happen? How does a culture get that perverted? You don't think that's a valuable lesson? And you, you think the flag has such magical hate powers that that's not a, a, a legitimate part of that lesson? I don't even know how to talk about this with you. Boy, we've gone soft slash militant in a way I never could have seen coming. Shame on you. Again, unless we're missing something significant. It's so... 
Shame. We're in such an anti-intellectual period of our of our growth as a nation. Right. Facts and motives don't count. Only feelings do, including feelings that are misplaced, neurotic, indefensible. So I would like to I want when we're out of that class. So they found a student and parents who, you know, agreed um, because they've been trained to. Oh, that's a symbol. That's a bad thing. I've been taught that's a bad thing. But what percentage, I wonder, of students or parents did think it was bad? Uh, I'd like to know if it's one of those, you know, you had one or two kids whose parents got upset about it. That's weird, though. You're just wrong, man. You're just you're just wrong about this. If I heard my son's teacher had a Nazi flag in the classroom to teach him World War II, I wouldn't bat an eye at that. Right. And what really bothers me about this is people are in such information silos that those parents that were imagining polling, if you, if the, say, 40% of them were truly offended, you give me five minutes with them, five minutes, and I'll bet I could flip three quarters of them. But they're willing, so a belief that thinly rooted, you know what I mean? A belief that shallow and flimsy motivates people to be completely militant and and ruin lives and careers. I mean, they have no more like strength of belief than uh, you know. I don't. I don't know. Just something minor. You could flip them in ten minutes, and yet they'll ruin careers over it. So, um, I got a text, and since the teacher's name has not been mentioned, I will feel free to read this. My son is in that class from this text. He's an English teacher, and the kids hate that weirdo. He's 6'6", 350-plus pounds. I don't know why what that guy <laughs> what has to do hell? anything. But, Thanks uh, for that contribution. <laughs> but He's a, you should probably know, he's unusually tall. But uh, he's a weirdo. I don't, I don't know anything about this teacher, but I remember teachers from school that were weird, and so a lot of kids like had weird feelings about them so maybe it's that you know combined with i don't know who knows? yeah you know what it, it is possible that that the, the the journalism we are going off of is is shoddy if that is so um i i defend my point of view expressed uh read the facts as we know them well how about this even if we're wrong about this story the statements made by the school officials are still wrong because they're state they stated Unequivocally, there's no reason to have a Nazi flag in the classroom. That's absurd. Even for teaching about World War II. Right. They stated that. So even if this particular example is wrong, they stated that, 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 that you shouldn't have a Nazi flag in the classroom, which is moronic. That makes you a moron, or you shouldn't be around kids. There's something, there's, there's something wrong with you. Right. I, I would say if you believe that, and I know we have to take a break, then you certainly cannot have a picture of Hitler. You cannot have a picture of Mussolini or Hirohito. You can not have a picture of the Japanese Navy. You cannot have a picture of the concentration camps because they're all symbols of Nazism and they have magical power to disturb people. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we're going to have to get right to this story because um, we don't have much time. So we're talking about a school. There was a Nazi flag in the classroom. The teacher has been suspended. Uh, we're thinking the, the flag was just there to teach World War II, so what the hell's the deal? But we've got Amidst Ra- a couple of other German flags. Right. Raj Rai, who's a spokesman for the school, is that what you are? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm the communications coordinator. Is there anything we're missing from this story? Because it seems pretty nutty to us. 
Yeah, you know, um, the issue that we have here is we have several students concerned about the flags being in the classroom, one of them featuring a swastika, and at least one of those students was a passerby, so they didn't know the context of the flag being there. So why didn't somebody just tell them what the context was, and this would be over? It's how the student felt uncomfortable, um, you know, not seeing a symbol of hate on their school campus, a place where they're supposed to I'm be not. Welcome. I'm not trying to be argumentative. We're just short on time, and I want to get the information. Right, so right. so mm-hmm. why didn't somebody just explain to the student, look, it's for teaching World War II? Specifically or, or, propaganda and symbolism. And sim- propaganda and symbolism, which is legitimate, and then, the te- then, and then that's it. Why, no, was, it's, why it's, was the teacher suspended? It could have been a conversation, but once they did hear from one student, they did hear from others and then had concerns. How many total? We understand it's two. Yeah, you know, I don't, I, I, the investigation is ongoing, which is why the, the teacher involved is currently on administrative. But the investigation of what? The investigation into if the flags were used before, in what context, if they were used before. Well, why didn't you just ask the teacher? I mean, that would take literally 90 seconds yeah, it seems at like, most. seems like this all could be solved in five minutes. Yeah, uh, we, you know, we have to go through our processes and making sure that we look at timelines, talk with site administration that may have had conversations with the teacher in the past. So it does take time to gather those details and also talk with students about the impact that it had on them. Of seeing it doesn't it matter the what the impact was on the students. That doesn't matter. They're children. If it's a legitimate lesson being taught in a legitimate way, which, again, now listen, and Raj, with all due respect, we appreciate you coming on. It's good of you, um, and we understand that you don't make the policy. You're the spokesperson. So, again, this is not coming after you. This strikes us as anti-intellectual, nearly superstitious kowtowing to the overreaction of children. That's no way for an institutional learning to act. Right. What we're, we're coming from is there is a way to be teaching these very important topics and history lessons to students without prominently displaying a symbol. With, of you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to use the most successful piece of propaganda in the history of the planet to teach about propaganda, obviously. Right. There are other ways of going about it. There's other ways of, uh, you know, sh- sharing history without having the flag in the classroom, making students feel uncomfortable. Interestingly enough, there are real parallels between this policy and the policies of Nazi Germany. There are. There the, really are. The, hey, we, uh, we appreciate greatly you coming on, and I know we're out of time, so, but, yeah. Yeah, Thanks. it's, it's, uh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, it was very nice of you to come on. Very nice you to come on. And Joe's absolutely right. She's just doing her job. Right. Although it sounds like she buys what she's saying. Yeah, well, she's supposed to. That's her job. Wow. Uh, Folks, I don't think any comment is needed. We all heard it together. This is the best display of this that I've heard anywhere in America yet. It's, It's superstition mixed with fear of being called out yourself by the woke mob. This is scary. And the teacher's been suspended. We're still doing our investigation. Yeah, I was teaching about the symbols of the Nazi regime and how powerful they were. Oh, okay. No problem. Go back to work. But that didn't happen. Whoa! Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.